Good afternoon, it's one o'clock, it's Monday and you're here with me and Robertson for the next hour with In The Picture. Our weekly look at things photographic and some damn fine tunes. A few more details after our first track, and that's going to be The Searchers and When You Walk Into The Room. It was written and recorded by Jackie Del Shannon, but he released it as a B-side in November 1963. The Searchers heard it and decided it would make a good A-side, and they released it the following year, and it got to number three in the UK. This is The Searchers and when you walk into the room. the searchers from way back in 1964. I was a mere teenager at the time and I loved it greatly. Um, anyway, let's go on with the music and we've got some good stuff coming up. Later on we'll have Phil Collins sweet and uh, we'll have Paul McCartney and Wings. Uh, but next, well, a wee bit of information about the programme. First of all, 20 past the pro- uh, as usual in the programme we will have a look at an aspect of photography and uh, we'll have pictures to go along with that. Those pictures are on the Campbellian Facebook page and they're currently up. You can go along and have a look at them. Um, and uh, it's basically it's about me buying another camera. Just what I needed. Well, I did this. This is an action camera. It's a wee underwater camera. Uh, and uh, 22 there, we'll have a look at the photographic exhibitions up and coming in the Glasgow area. So and that's what we're going to do. And what we're going to do next is have another track. Uh, this one I've brought into studio for your delectation and delight. This is Peter Frampton and the Bee Gees together uh, with a Beatles compilation of Pauline Pam and she came in through the bathroom window. This was from the soundtrack 
album for the film Sgt Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, and it would be fair to say the film bombed. And of course when the film bombed, the soundtrack album bombed. I think it's a better album than it gets credit for, and uh, it made history as being the first record to have a return platinum. It didn't get platinum, no. Four million copies were taken off store shelves and shipped back to the distributors. I don't get deserved that. This is the Bee Gees, Peter Frampton and Pauline Palm and she came in through the bathroom window. Your command. He's a real nowhere man 
for money on that one and uh, up next we're going to have the beat in Mirror in the Bathroom uh, this got to number 3 among the top 10 sorry it's ranked as number 3 among the top 10 tracks of 1980 and it a single in 1980 obviously enough and uh, was the debut single from the album I Can't Stop It reached number 4 in the singles chart this is the beat and Mirror in the Bathroom
I might go around the bathroom and I think we'll calm things down a wee bit now after that. This up next is In My Lonely Room. It was originally recorded by uh, Martha and Vandellas way back in 1964. But Phil Collins picked up on it and he recorded it on his album of soul covers, which is called Going Back, I think in 2001. But it's a lovely mellow album. This is Phil Collins and In My Lonely Room. Ian Robertson, only on Cam Glen Radio. That's it, keep you here on Cam Glen Radio for the best in local community radio. And uh, next, a favourite of mine, I know I've played this in the programme before a couple of times, well, over nine years I think, I'm allowed. <laughs> this is, oh, it takes me back. Um, this is the suite in Baldwin Blitz, and, you know, I'm a proud boy for Comarnock. And uh, I know I've said it before, but uh, this track was inspired by an incident in 1973 when the band were bottled off stage in the Grand Hong Kong I wasn't there, it wasn't me. It was a big boy done it and ran away. This is the suite in Baldwin Blitz.
It's time for our chat about an aspect of photography. And as I said earlier, um, I did mention a couple of weeks ago in the programme I was swithering about buying a, 
wee action camera, a wee GoPro. Um, I've had a wee GoPro clone for several years, um, and it was okay. Um, I wouldn't knock it, but um, it was a fifth of the price of <laughs> GoPro. Um, and uh, the difference is huge. Uh, so I just wanted to talk you through some of the points of an action camera. Um, so on the Facebook page there are pictures of it, um, so pictures with it. So up first is just a picture of the front end of the GoPro camera and a very robust wee thing. One single button on the top and there's a wee a mode button on the side and that's it. Because of course you don't want buttons and I think it's going to go underwater. This thing's waterproof down to 10 metres uh, without a case on it. So um, you don't want to be messing around with that. And just a wee additional point uh, about micro photography. I've had that camera for 24 hours and I took this picture and look at the dust on it. Of course, that's one of the dangers with micro photography. Uh, you sometimes see detail you'd rather the public didn't see. And that's just dust that's been picked up as I've handled it. So up next uh, is a picture of the back end uh, of this very large screen that's in the back of the GoPro and not only does it need it for the purpose of photography, but also because that's where all the controls are, because it's touch it's touch controlled. Um, one thing to remember if you were thinking about one is you have to set up the controls. If you're going to go uh, diving with it or snorkeling, you have to set up the controls before you go underwater because you cannot change the settings underwater. The touchscreen won't work down in the depths. Uh, the other thing to notice there is I have opted to put up a grid on the screen uh, and that just helps me to frame things round about it. Now, frankly, I didn't bother framing this. This was just a shot to show you the screen, no, a picture with it. I then took the camera with me to the football on Saturday and this again, I'm not uh, trying to show pictures that I think are worth anything other than indicative of the way these cameras work. So up first there is camera set up with what it describes as a narrow uh, field of view and it gives you a, a kind of almost normal um, view of the world, much the same as what your own eye would see if you're looking at the pitch um, and up next is when it's set to wide and I really don't like we GoPro uh, or their clones when they're set to uh, wide because they bend everything absolutely ridiculously so it's a setting I would only use if I had no option. It can be corrected in, in Lightroom. Um, Lightroom is a specific setting for correcting GoPro cameras, but uh, I simply wouldn't use it. It's far too wide a perspective. I don't know what you would see with that that would be worth recording, to be absolutely honest with you. Um, but there you go, That's it's, it's available. Up next is just a couple of portraits. And again, just to show you, there's um, yours truly, um, sitting just before I went to football. The first one is, again, in that uh, narrow setting, and the second one is in wide, and you can see the difference there. It bends things alarmingly. Um, the other thing to note is, I'm sitting with uh, my back to a window, so my face is in shadow, because the camera can't cope. It doesn't have a manual setting, and therefore you're left with just what the camera's capable of in terms of uh, what it can expose for. And it exposes for the whole thing. It doesn't expose for a particular part of the image. There is a spot set, uh, a spot exposure 
uh, setting on it, but I'm just trying to show you what these cameras tend to do. Uh, so it is a bit of um, a pun of mince as far as I'm concerned when it's set to wide. It's just, it just distorts. You've got a lamp post, that lamp post, that standard lamp behind me. It's bent like a banana, um, and yet it is absolutely straight. As are the blinds, but you can see them bending as well. Uh, next, just I, although the camera's waterproof down to 10 metres, I also bought for it a wee waterproof housing. And the reason for that is quite simple. Um, I need to protect the lens. I, if, there's no sense having an action camera and then bashing it off a rock and scratching the glass in front of the lens. Scratch the glass in front of the lens and the camera's ruined. So, same would go for the, the screen on the back. And in this case, the wee additional screen in the, in the front. Uh, so the best thing to do, I mean, that, that housing, I think, cost me 14 quid. So if you're protecting someone at £250, £14 is worth it, just to make sure it doesn't get damaged. So I will keep it in the waterproof housing, and I will use it in the waterproof housing, because it doesn't deteriorate anything from the image, and uh, it means that the camera's protected. The only problem, again, is I need to open up the back to make any changes to the settings. But apart from that, I can fire away and I can switch between video and, uh, film and, and, and uh, camera shots uh, just by pressing the big silver button on the side. So it keeps it protected and the next picture is just the same again, just to show you uh, the camera. Uh, so there's one wee square button on the top at the right hand side, the one, the one in the middle is the lock to keep the, the underwater housing closed, and then the B button on the side is the mode button. I, and I couldn't resist it. As a waterproof camera, I'm not about to jump into the water around about the west of Scotland, so I filled the basin with water and looked down into it. But when I did that, I thought, you know what, <laughs> you can't actually tell there's water there. So, I um, in the next one, I jiggled a bit of the water just to prove to you the camera's underwater while I'm above it. <laughs> I know it's a bit silly, but it was the only way I could show you what I was doing. So that's uh, GoPro cameras uh, for today. And um, I'm going to carry on with music now. And I love Art Garfunkel's voice. And this next track is from one of Art Garfunkel's albums. And this is... What a Wonderful World, which was originally written by Sam Cooke in 1960. Uh, 78 Art Garfunkel recorded it, slowed the tempo down a bit, and he's accompanied on vocals on this by Paul Simon and James Taylor, who alternate as lead and backing vocalists in each of the, the um, verses that go through it. Reached number 17 in the US. The song is not credited to Simon and Garfunkel because obviously, well, they didn't write it and they weren't performing together at the time. So um, it is recorded as Art Garfunkel with James Taylor and Paul Simon. This is Art Garfunkel's take on What a Wonderful World. What a wonderful, wonderful world this could be. What a wonderful, 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 wonderful
much about geography Don't know much trigonometry Don't know much about algebra I don't know what a slide rule is for But I do know one and one is two And if this one Art Garfunkel with Paul Simon and James Taylor. And now, a wee bit of Wings. This is Paul McCartney Wings, and maybe I'm amazed. Originally written and recorded in 1970 as a debut, sorry, as a solo single, but then re recorded with Wings in 1976. And it was recorded for the album Wings Over America, and this version is from. The oh, I can't remember the name of the album now. It's a, shouldn't have started because I can't finish. Um, it was a Paul McCartney double album um, of a, comp- a compilation album, and I'm just rabbiting there because I can't remember what it was. But this is Paul McCartney Wings, and maybe I'm amazed. Maybe I'm afraid of the way 
wings and this next track practically needs no introduction but I'm going to do it anyway oh and by the way can I quick see I think can I say a quick sorry thank you to Ange Sharon and Graham for the be like of the pictures I've put up on the Facebook page yeah, you can nip along there and see the pictures and see the description of what they're about uh, later if you wish yeah, go now if you like <laughs> Right, anyway, next up, as I say, needs really no introduction. This is Carly Simon and You're So Vain. Um, in 1973, got to number one in the US, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. And in August 2014, the UK's official charts company crowned it as the ultimate song of the 70s. And in 2021, it was ranked as 495th in the Rolling Stones' 500 Greatest Songs of All Time, and it certainly is. Stop it. 
Mayo, that was your Sylvain. And now... It's time to have a look at photographic exhibitions in and around the Glasgow area. And the first one to bring up, a um, new one, hasn't started yet, doesn't start until the 29th. So you've got into next week uh, before this one starts. This is, no, it's this Saturday, sorry, that it starts. This is Moira McIver's exhibition uh, called Migration Memories. And this is an exhibition about migration between Donegal and Glasgow. Um, so it's all good local stuff and uh, I look forward to getting in to see it. I've got an invite to the opening but um, I've got a football match to go to that day so <laughs> I'll not make it. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to see the exhibition itself and if there's one thing that I would um, get slightly worked up about is the fact that in the description of the exhibition Moira McIver and, and the wee biopic about her it says Moira Moira McIver is a lens-based artist. Well, she's no lens-based artist, she's a photographer. I think it's just pretentious. Um, but there you go. It doesn't stop the photographs being good. I just get quite annoyed about that kind of stuff. It's a small item, I know. I should get out of it, but... That's me. So, anyway, uh, moving on, the International uh, Photographic Exhibition that's on in the Glasgow Gallery of Photography is Movement. Uh, and the one downstairs is Environment. And they're on till the 30th. They're on to just to Sunday of uh, this week coming. And the gallery is open on Sunday. Yeah, I was just checking there because it's been closed the last couple of Sundays for some reason. But it's open this Sunday. Both exhibitions will finish then. So you've only got this one week to catch up with them. And then we'll have Moira's exhibition in 103 Trongate. So more information later on what's coming up in and around the Glasgow area. But we're going to get on with the music now. And next we're going to have Elton John. And I guess that's why they call it the blues. Um, it became his biggest hit of the 80s. Got to number two and stayed there for four weeks. And it was a top ten in five other countries, including the UK, where it peaked to number five. So this is Elton John. And I guess that's why they call it the blues. it away Don't look at it like it's forever Between you and me I could honestly say that things can only get better
just staring the space Picture my face in your hands Live for a second without hesitation And never forget I'm your man Wait on me, girl Cry in the night if it helps Mama is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. That's it. Why not come in and join in the fun? Now, 
Up next, we've got Christine Aguilera and Candyman. Uh, some track record this one. Single peaked in the top 10 in Australia, Canada, Croatia, Hungary, Italy, Luxembourg, and New Zealand, and Romania. And it was in the top 20 of Austria, Belgium, Denmark, Germany, Ireland, the Netherlands, Switzerland, and the UK and the United States. It only got to number 25, which I think is a, a bit of a shame. And it always reminds me of my dad, um, because my dad loved to dance. And he loved to jive in Jitterbug. He has the distinction of, um, during wartime Britain, to have been thrown at every dance hall in Ayrshire <laughs> for Jitterbugging. It wasn't allowed because it took up so much space and he bumped into people and they got upset when you did that. <laughs> so here, just for my dad, is Christine Aguilera and Candyman.
And the top dog will be with you in just eight minutes' time. And uh, he's all prepped up and ready to go. He's been sitting and prepping his programme while I've been on air. So um, we've unleashed him. The kennel is open and he'll be in here in just a few minutes' time to give you his programme. But before we go, we've got a couple of crackers. Uh, up next, we've got Paul Simon and 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. They're written just after they got divorced, funnily enough. Uh, Billboard magazine ranked it as number eight of the songs of 1976. I would have thought it was better than that. Got to number one in the US, only 23 in the UK. It is a wee belter. This is Paul Simon and 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. Problem is all inside your head, she said to me. The answer is easy if you take it logically. I'd like to help you in your struggle to be free. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. She said it's really not my habit to intrude. Furthermore, I hope my meaning won't be lost or misconstrued. But I'll repeat myself. At the risk of being crude, there must be 50 ways to leave your lover. 50 ways to leave your lover. You just slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, stand. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Just get yourself free. Or hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key. yourself free She said it grieves me so to see you in such pain I wish there was something I could do to make you smile again I said I appreciate that And would you please explain about the 50 ways She said why don't we both just sleep on it tonight and I believe in the morning you begin to see the light And then she kissed me And I realized she probably was right There must be 50 ways to leave your lover 50 ways to leave your lover You just slip out the back, Jack Make a new plan, stand. You don't need to be coy, Roy Just get yourself free Or you hop on the bus don't need to discuss much Just drop off the key And get yourself free Slip out the back Simon's making a new plan, Stan. It's time to go, and uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you to everyone next door for helping put the programmes together. Big Al will be with you in just a minute. He's actually in the studio now, waiting to go. And just for Big Al, we've got ZZ Top and Sharp Dressed Man. 